Hello and welcome to the Infertility Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Candace. Grab a biscuit because we've got the tea on all things infertility. First podcast ever. First podcast ever. We are going to try and make it interesting for you. But I can't promise anything. Just listen intently to my soothing voice. Yeah, and try not to fall asleep at work or run off the road. No British jokes, please. I just took a big sip of water. Don't do that on air. This isn't ASR radio. What is it? NPR, darling. No, ASR. Like where they do gross sounds in the microphone. Oh, I've heard of that. Where they they do this. I think you're here. Yeah. Yeah. They do weird speech like that. I was watching a YouTube video and um it's this this British guy called True Joy Geordie. He talks like this. And he was listening to ASR and he was really enjoying it. And this girl was with these guys and they were robbing a bank in ASR. So what? they were like And things like that. It was so it was creepy. A, it was a real robbery. No, no. Just... I mean, it's completely fictional. I mean, you couldn't rob a bank in ASR, Candace. I mean, if you, I mean, you could. I don't know. I just I don't like the ones where they set up a microphone and they get a beehive. You know, they get a no, beehive, I do not. and then they take a bite out of it, and it's all like crunching and. You mean an actual physical beehive with bees? <laughs> How, why would you bite that? Well, they're not in the hive. It's it's like the... Okay, it's a honeycomb. That's <laughs> what I meant. Oh. <laughs> I meant to say honeycomb. So with sans bees. Right, no bees. Okay. Right, so anyways. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, and people like get gross things and they eat it and they're smacking oh. and I just cannot. What does ASR stand for? The almighty Google. What is ASR? Automated speech recognition? Nope. That's, that's definitely it. not it. ASMR. Oh, what's the oh, M stand man. for? Hey Google, what's ASMR stand for? You know it doesn't stimulate me. The sound of people eating it 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 makes me feel murderous. Anyway, in my heart and my soul. So we're getting a little off topic, um, which is probably going to happen a lot in this podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to kind of introduce ourselves and let you know a little bit what to expect. So the podcast today is just an introductory podcast, and you may hear dogs in the background. So a little bit of what you could expect from this podcast is probably hearing people shutting their doors and probably hearing our dogs drinking water, air conditioning, people talking out in the hallway like they are now, having parties, full-scale parties. Yeah, you'll hear the people below us, which is quite strange, Yep. but we live in an apartment where people are just loud. We live in a trap house. What is that? It's like a drug house. Oh yeah, we don't live in a drug house. But yeah, we apologize in advance for any unnecessary noises you might hear. 
Alright, so what are we going to see in this podcast, Candace? Well, we're going to talk about infertility-related things. Like. We are an infertile couple, so that pretty much drives a lot of our life, to be honest. But we'll talk about other things, too. Like Manchester United. Probably not Manchester United. The Dallas Cowboys. Probably not anything sports-related. Boxing. Nope. Okay. We'll probably talk about other things, like maybe traveling or, you know, try to keep it interesting because we aren't just an infertile couple. We are married and we like to have fun and... Dance. Professional dance. No. Dabbing. (laughs) Flossing. Flossing. That may be a viral video at some point. (laughs) Not by you, I'm sure. So bear with us as we are perfecting this recording. We have never done podcast before so we've never used these microphones we're just kind of learning as we go so bear with us as we get everything kind of figured out anyone thinking doing their own podcast spend a lot of time calibrating and learning how to use your equipment it's overwhelming the content of this podcast will evolve because our story will evolve hopefully hopefully we're not you know in the same position that we've been in for the past couple of years (laughs) And just so we're clear, once we have a baby, we'll be gone. We're not interested (laughs) in anyone in this community. That's not true. That's not true. I hope that when we have a baby, finally, it will be, we'll really be the poster children for everyone to have hope, I think. Because we've, we've had a tough, a tough go. We've had a tough go of things. Yep. So. We're, we're definitely not like those people who get pregnant on their first transfer with yeah. IVF. That's no, that would that's have, not us. That would have been too cheap, so that it had to be more expensive. Right. Yeah. We're not those people who do one egg retrieval and then do one transfer and get pregnant and have like 14 Frosties in the freezer. That's not us. No. No, we had a low amount, and then it costs the same amount of money as a house. But we're not complaining or bitter. No, we're, we are very bitter. We are. Yeah, we're, yeah we are. we're really bitter. But we're happy for everyone. This isn't going to turn into a rant. I am happy for everyone. <laughs> but at the same time, I hate you all. The r- <laughs> yeah, we hate everybody. No, I'm just kidding. Like, we don't. The only person I like is my dogs. And they're not people. Yeah. And you. But, um, yeah, as we go on, we really want your feedback. So please feel free to... Contact me via our website, www.theinfertility, with an E-A instead of a Y, dot com. You can scroll down at the very bottom, and you can write me a message. You can say, I think you should talk less about infertility and talk more about... The Dallas Cowboys. Nope. Please don't write me that, because then he's going to see it, and he's going to really want to talk more about sports, and I hate sports. About them Cowboys. I've got some really strong opinions on the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Manchester United, and, uh, you know, boxing. So feel free to ask questions. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you're more interested in, you know, how to cope with infertility, not how to pick your fantasy football team. Just so we're clear, I I think it's safe to say. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm probably right. I agree. But I entered two fantasy football leagues this year and won them both. So... And again, good advice. Not interesting. Good advice. Not material for our podcast. Thank you. Bye. True. So yeah, the point of this podcast is to help other people. So we really want to know what's going to help you. Another thing we wanted to do was kind of tell you guys a little bit about us. 
and how we met, our love story. It's pretty cool. Daniel, why don't you kick us off? Were you the um, blonde one? Yeah. Or was she not? I was the blonde one with the horrible brunette oh, roots coming you out. You were the one that had the, like, the ombre, the accidental ombre. I remember. <laughs> the accidental ombre. <laughs> that sounds like a band. It is. Top band. Brazilian <laughs> rock. Unusual. Like jujitsu. Um, so I was on holiday with my friends in Orlando, playing golf, drinking, playing golf, and, you know, drinking. And He was really drunk when really, I met him. Really drunk. Which is probably why he found me attractive. No, you, I mean, you're gorgeous, but I was blitzed. I was... I was heavily drunk, but we were at this uh, karaoke bar called Rising Star. Yep, Orlando, Florida. Uh, University, City Walk. Universal City Walk, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Candace was up on the stage, belting out, um, belt so that, uh, belting out some "I'm Just a Girl." Yep. Is that what it was called? And uh, I'm there, you know, maybe like seven out of ten drunk, and maybe nine out of ten good looking at the time. And I've got that a long way around. Um, and I saw her on stage giving it, you know, the octaves. And I was like, man, she's she's good looking. So I, you know, played it cool, made some eye contact. She kept looking and then, you know, looking away. So I'm like, oh, she's not interested. Which was at the time heartbreaking. I was giving him the old looking, making eye contact and then looking away back at my friend Amanda. That's not how that works. That's, that's kind of the signal when you do it three or four times in a row, that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing you seeing me mm-hmm. and now I'm going to see my friend. Yeah. So if you want to come talk to me, you can do that. And that did not work. It didn't work because I think I was always wary of the hashtag me too movement and I was worried that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Me too came way after. We you know met. what? But I've always been ahead of my time. Oh. <laughs> so I knew okay. that there was potential for trouble. Um, but anyway, so we we end up not talking at that point. Um, we go our separate ways. Me and my mates head to this other place. Yeah, him and his friend left. All his friends. other friends. No, you you went with. Nope, there were three three of us who left. Okay, I thought it was just you and no, another no, guy. Because Ed ended up getting off with an English girl in Orlando Ooh. and we ripped him traveled that. All, all that the way, way <laughs> and ended up getting off with a girl from Essex or something oh that's the worst uh, it is it's terrible but we never let him do that again and then uh, anyway so, so they left and I looked at my friend Amanda and I said no there goes my boyfriend and he was he was already my boyfriend in my in my eyes which these days would you know that's a red flag that's yeah, that's, that's kind terrifying. of terrifying yeah it's kind of crazy stage three cleaner so you left. Where did you go? Yeah, so I don't know. Um, you don't remember where you went? It, we were in this place, Loud Music. It was down the, the road from... Oh, uh, just another club? Yeah, what was it? There was another club there. The Groove. Yeah, that sounds familiar. That's where we went the second night. But that's we're, where we went the second night. We're getting night. ahead yeah, of ourselves. Yeah, 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 that's right. So anyway, um, I leave this bar with my mates at 2 o'clock because Orlando shuts at 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I end up going to do a pee in the toilet and that when I come back out um, my mates had flagged down Candace. yeah uh, so what happened was Amanda and I were coming down the escalator to go back to the parking garage wasn't it Kimmy as well no Kimmy was there the second, second night. night yeah 
and I saw the group of guys down there that Daniel was with. And I said to Amanda, act cool. So we, of course, acted cool and we didn't look at them. When you want someone to notice you, you want them to notice that you're not looking at them because you're too cool. No. Yeah. No. Like. Sorry. Yeah. That's not how that works. Well, it worked, didn't it? That's like basically a game. No, but it didn't. It didn't because you weren't there. Yeah. Anyways, so I, I look down. I see the whole group down there. I didn't actually see Daniel, but I thought he might be there. I just didn't want to stare and pick him out. So we didn't look. And as we're approaching the end of the the bottom of the escalator, we get off the escalator and we had to actually walk around the group to go back to the parking garage. And that's when one of your friends flagged us down and said, Candy! And I was freaked out because I thought, what? How does he know my name? And he's like, oh, you sang. And I was like, oh, yeah. And you guys are from England. Then Daniel comes. He was in the bathroom. Then Daniel walks over and he walks around his friends and stands in between me and his friends. And you say, Thank you about shaking my hand. He stuck his hand out. Like like a limp hand. With a paw. Like like you were showing somebody a ring on your hand. I was being, I was trying to be, I remember, less aggressive with my handshake. Yeah, and I was like, what is this? Is he showing me something? So I looked at his hand and I said, is that a handshake? Or, and you said. I don't remember. Shake something. You said. What do you think? I stand like this all the oh, time, yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake my hand. Yeah, I remember that. Then my panties fell to the floor. Because I was like, wow. Yeah. And I still maybe thought he was a little bit gay because he has he was wearing a waistcoat and he had on a belt and he was dressed up. And I just thought, I, I, I don't know. Can, can we rewind that? Just so everyone's clear. If someone's wearing a belt... Candace thinks they can be potentially gay. <laughs> no. A belt. A waistcoat and a belt. So it's the combination. And you had pointy shoes on. But they weren't pointy shoes. I'm, I wasn't the joker. They, <laughs> they were just they, slightly, slightly pointy. They were pointy. They didn't you have could, a size. They like to call those killer roach in a corner shoes. They, they were wingtips. They were nice shoes. Yeah. Anyway. I still had them up until recently. I think I still have. I think we got rid of those. We did. We did. Great shoes. They were falling apart. Yeah, but I loved them. Yes, yeah. yeah. But anyways, anyway. um, once I heard him talk, I had to make up an excuse while we should keep talking. And I said, hey, we were just going to breakfast. Would you guys like to come? So him and his friends decided to go to breakfast with us around, it was about 2.30, probably in the morning. Maybe later. And he grabbed my hand. We held hands. And we walked the wrong way down a moving walkway. We walked up it instead of down it. Yeah, it was a real workout for the glutes. It was. And you know what? It was foreshadowing of what our life together would be like. Running the wrong way (laughs) towards everything. Oh, that's so sad. You gotta laugh to keep from crying. You do. So we... Went to breakfast, we fell in love, we spent the next day together, we spent that next... Next next evening. Yeah, we met up that next evening, 
and then we met up the next evening, which was the last night you were there. We got pizza. Got pizza and watched Tommy Boy. Yes, we did. Great movie. Great movie. And Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Yeah. Poor Chris. And then you went to the airport, and then you texted me after knowing me for three days, and you said... Bros before hoes. No. You said... You want to make a go of this or something, wasn't it? <laughs> you said, do you want to give this long-distance relationship a go? Yeah, basically. After three days, we fell in love, and I had a boyfriend. I had a girlfriend. Then you flew back to England, and hit we kept clubs. in touch. Did not hit the clubs. We hit the clubs hard. No, you didn't. I didn't. I did one night. Canterbury, I think. Yeah, you did. That was the same night I went on the pink pub crawl. Yes, and we both got obliterated. Got obliterated. Yeah, I didn't. I did. Yep, I remember that. Ah, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Nine years ago. Yep. I've aged horrendously. You've <laughs> aged wonderfully. I've aged horribly. No, you're like no ombre anymore. <laughs> Roots are looking on fleek. So when you were gone, we kept in touch. Yep, we Skyped. We Skyped and we text messaged. And then one night, probably about five nights after you left me, you text me one morning very, very early. And you said, hey, can you get on Skype? And yeah. I said, sure. I mean, it was three in the morning and I had to work the next day. But you know what? I've got this hot new boyfriend that lives in England. Of course, I'm going to get on Skype. Did I know about him? And then you told me that you had just been laid off, and you said, I've got good news and bad news. I've just been laid off. I said, what's the good news? And you said... I can come back to the United States of America. So and I he did. did. Yep. That seems a long time ago, and I feel like we've missed out some hugely important parts. We didn't even speak about um, our baby, our pink baby. Oh, Corex. Corex. Oh, man. I used to have a doodle bug named Daisy. It's a yellow bug. It's a VW beetle for everyone who doesn't speak basic. <laughs> and I had this little crocheted flamingo that my mom got at a Mexican restaurant. What was the name of that restaurant? Um, Two Senoritas. There it is. What's the, is that its actual name? Yeah, it's called the Two Senoritas. I it was not in Spanish. No, though. it's called the Two, like T W O Senoritas. Senoritas, so not, not Dos. Not Dos Senoritas, yeah, but yeah. Two Senoritas. Which like, is, I like it. It's which like is funny. Hybrid. It's like Spanglish. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Texas and Mexico are basically the same. The same. Uh, what do they call it? Tejas. Yeah, Texaco. That's what it is. So my mom got it there, and it just used to ride around in my car, and when we were on our way to breakfast, Daniel grabbed it, and he started naming it all these different names. It ended up with the name... Oh, verbatim. Corinthian. Corinthian. Verbatim. Procrastination. Magenta Fireblade. That is it. Our baby. Yeah. That was the name he gave it. Yeah, so we met. Fell in love. He goes back to England, comes back 10 days later. He stayed with me for, well, it, it was supposed to be he was going to stay with me for a month. Then the closer we got to you going home, 
we felt really for six weeks actually I think first time yeah and then we every time like your departure date would yeah creep up we got really really depressed and we didn't want to leave each other so I said hey why don't you stay a little bit longer and you can go with me to Texas for Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving yeehaw I've never heard a Texan do that by the way (laughs) Contrary to everyone's beliefs. But then something else happened. She got pregnant. (laughs) Uh, Immaculate conception. (laughs) No, that did not happen. That did not happen. What happened was every time we would get close to Thanksgiving, we both got really sad. And then our conversations, like, we couldn't really have fun because we were so sad. That you were leaving. So I said, well, what if I go to England with you? (laughs) And you said. I'll buy you a flight. Yep. I think. Something like that. Yep. So So picked a flight and we went to Texas for Thanksgiving. Yep. We drove my car. Drove the car. From Florida to Texas. 18 hours. Yep. Stopped in Mississippi. Stopped in Mississippi. That was eye-opening. Um, and then... It <laughs> was like my first time being in... Hick Town. Hick Town. And when they heard... Like, this, not the family, not the Candace's family, but the strangers, when they heard me speak, they honestly didn't think I was being for real. They thought it was a fake accent. Um, anyway, we went to Thanksgiving, met the whole family had a blast everyone was real cool apart from all the red coat jokes uh, <laughs> and then we flew back to orlando and then flew on to england on december 3rd yep 2009 yep december and 3rd 2009 which spoiler alert turned out to be our wedding day what we got married the next year wow i flew to england packed all my stuff up and i lived in england for six months with you treacherous times eh? the the worst snowstorm in the history of recorded british weather as soon as she arrives it is hammering it down with snow it is freezing cold it was so oh cold it was not for me she was like all it was a no for you me know, like proper blonde hair tan and i mean going from living in florida for what three years two and a half years and then moving to the coldest place, like Antarctica. It was basically the deep south. It was, it was so cold. I was quickly shocked about the, how do you say, poor food choice? Well, amazing poor food, food selection. It's more the salt. It's not as salty as what you're used to. It's not flavored. Well, no. Irrelevant. Um... It's delicious. That is not irrelevant. That is one of the... That's the essence of food, is flavor. Um, People travel the world to eat because of the way things taste. Suck. We're in England. I'm sorry if you live in England. It's just... The food is not for me. I survived on McDonald's and Indian food, to be honest. Kebabs. And kebabs, yeah. Kebabs. Kebabs. It got so bad, guys, that... One night we were just like super hungry at what was it like two in the morning? Yeah, easily. We went to Marks, Marks and, and Sparks. Spencer's. Yeah, there's a gas station, Marks and Spencer's, and 
They're open 24-7. Petrol station. Petrol station, yeah. I got this big old Caesar salad. I thought, man, that looks good. Finally, something I can sink my teeth into. When we got it back home, I poured all the dressing all over my salad. I shook it up, and I took a bite, and I just burst into tears because it was so gross. Like, honestly, when she started crying, you know, I felt sorry for her. But at the same time, I was like, she's crazy. <laughs> she's crying over a salad <laughs> in a first world country. It's like, there's literally people who would eat their own toenails that are so hungry. And she's crying after, uh, over a salad. It's mental. Yeah, and that was before you proposed to me, so... Oh, it was probably after. But I was locked in. The green card was in sight. And I was <laughs> like, I am, it would take an act of Congress to separate me oh, from her. Oh, whatever. Get a life. Yeah, anyway. I lived there for six months. So, yeah, we got engaged March 27th, 2010. 2010. And we started planning our wedding. We planned that we'd have our wedding in December, so it would give our families enough time, your family enough time to save, to come over, mm-hmm. because our wedding was in Fort Worth, Texas. Shout out Bethesda. Uh, That's the name of the church, not my favorite rapper. It was at my church. Is there a rapper called Bethesda? Could be. Anyway, when you got your K-1 visa, you came over on October 7th. We got married at the courthouse the very next day. Yeehaw! (laughs) Shotgun wedding. Shotgun, and we actually did get married right after a pregnant girl. Did we really? Yep. You got good memories. Yeah, I do, because I just remember thinking, I might have a baby bump soon, too. Fake news. Yeah, fake. Totally fake. fake totally news. false. We had our wedding December 3rd, 2010. It was lovely. There were Christmas trees. There were lights. There was a fire burning at our reception. Yes. Not like a, like yeah. the building wasn't on no, fire. No, no, no. It was intentional. It was the, the fireplace was yeah, lit. Yeah, intentional fire. Yeah. Not and an act of arson. Cozy and lovely. Yes, and, and then we then went to um, Jamaica, man. TBH. It was not for us. It sucked. It was not the place. Like, if you're Jamaican, listen, I apologize, but... Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, also, when I'm in an all-inclusive hotel and I say, you know what, I'd like a cocktail. I want that cocktail on my time. I don't want it on your time. So looking at me and saying, yeah, man, I get it for you, and then taking five minutes to get said cocktail... It's not okay. It's a laid-back way of life. I would say more than laid-back. It, Yeah. And they were handsy. They're a handsy people. They're very handsy people. But this sounds like we're being racist. Yeah. Against it's Jamaicans. really not. It's just that it wasn't for us. It's I a, think I we need visit. a honeymoon do-over. We, we wouldn't go back. No. Do you know, also, on the way to our hotel, we had a couple of sex swappers behind us in the oh, coach. Yeah. Um, and apparently Negril in uh, Jamaica is where the sex swappers go. Oh, well, we've got, to t- we've got to rewind a little bit because I hired a travel agent because I was working two jobs. I was paying for our honeymoon out of, you know, Daniel was like selling his stuff in England, so he was paying for all our immigration stuff. Oh, no. So I was working two jobs. I was working as a legal assistant during the day, and then I was waiting tables in the evening and working on weekends at the restaurant to save up money for our honeymoon. And so I hired 
a travel agent. I said, listen, we don't want kids. We just want to be at an adult-only hotel. I, I'm sorry, but I didn't know that meant sex-swapping hotel. So she booked us at this place called Hedonism. Hedonism. Look it up. It is a swingers resort in Jamaica. They have huts on the beach that you can rent by the hour or half hour. I was like... I'd have needed some change from that. I was mortified. I I quickly had to tell her I didn't mean a sex swappers resort. So we almost were going to be bunked up with those people. I felt defiled, violated, some might say. Yeah, it was very strange. There's a lot of stuff going on. We'll probably never return to Jamaica. No, you know what, Jamaica? You do you. We'll do us. Yeah, it's just not for us. And if you're at a sex swapper place, they'll do you. (laughs) After our honeymoon... Moved to Florida. There was a couple things that I wanted to do at Disney. So when we met, I was working for Disney. I wanted to audition for some things, and I didn't do that when I was there previously because I met Daniel and I instead of auditioning for like Tokyo Japan and things like that I ended up moving to England so I wanted to move back and continue working for Disney after our wedding we moved back to Florida I quickly realized that I did not want to be there huge mistake big mistake huge so huge yeah it was just we were miserable we were so miserable daniel couldn't work for well you got your work permit when we came back from our honeymoon but nobody would hire you yep so it took him a good few months to find a job from from december when we moved there to february yeah It, it was the longest eight weeks probably more than eight weeks actually yeah so um Money was super tight. We were eating Zaxby's all Zaxby's? the time. We would get a kickin' chicken combo for four ninety nine, guys. It had three chicken strips, yep. two pieces of Texas it's toast, toast. Yep. crinkle fries, yep. and a drink for four ninety nine. All in, you were looking at like ten. Yeah. Like not even so eleven like, bucks. Yeah. So two dinners. So not not the healthiest lifestyle, but it was close and it was really cheap, and that's what we pretty much ate a lot of the time. And if it wasn't that, it was spaghetti. Yeah. Because spaghetti is cheap. And ramen noodles. Yeah, we were, I mean we were living like kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That just it was it was really difficult. I think we had talked about it and we started looking at houses in Florida and really when it came down to it, we we just wanted to start a family. We knew we wanted to have kids and we just didn't see having kids in Florida. It just didn't make sense. So we decided to move to Texas where I'm from. So we started building a house in Texas and my dad kind of managed that project that had four bedrooms and an office, so lots of rooms for lots of babies. So we got into our house in Texas, and we had high hopes. We were so excited. Um, 
when we were living in Orlando, we lived there for about a year after we got married. I got off the pill right after our honeymoon, partly to let my body regulate, let my cycles kind of regulate, because I had been on birth control since I was 16 years old. I had really horrible cycles, and I had really bad acne, and that was just kind of what they did back then, is put you on the pill. In the olden days. In the olden days. So I got off the pill, and, you know, we were, like I said, we were eating Zaxby's all the time. We were in no position to have a baby. Like So poor. It would have been really hard, and we were both working. We weren't making great money. Great um, health care. Great health <laughs> Really good insurance. So, I mean, if I did get pregnant, it would have been great. Because I would have had great coverage, but... We'd have been all about those snap food stamps. We'd have oh, been, yeah. Man, I would have been buying so many tins of Pringles. Oh, mm-hmm. Pringles for days. But I was really secretly hoping that I would get pregnant because I just wanted to have babies. Yeah, she was I trying just, to trap me. Yeah, I was trying to lock him down. I thought, okay, he's gonna... He's got his green card now. I've got to really keep him here. Just get him locked down. Yeah, exactly. Because he's going to meet some other... He's going to realize that I'm nothing compared to the rest of America. I was just always more into brunettes. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were always the transition girl. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> just so we're clear, I am joking. So when we moved to Texas, that was when it really started, you know, tracking my cycle and all of that. So we had high hopes. And that is March April. 2000, April 2012. So we're at April 2012. It's already a long story, but that is not 5% of what we've been through. So that's just how we met, how we fell in love, how we ended up in the big house in Texas. On next week's episode of The Infertility, we'll tell you how we became infertile and describe to you the eight long years it took us to get to this point. I'm Candace. And I'm Daniel. Good night. Visit our website at www.theinfertility with an ea instead of a y.com.